Big Sip. Hey, 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 this is Gabriela. Another episode of The Big Sip here with, oh, the online ready for this. It has been so exciting for me to finally be able to bring the super talentosa y poderosa magia creative photographer, photographer, photographer? Yeah. Is that how you say it in Spanish? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh, I'm butchering my Spanish right now. Amazing photographer, Rocio Rivera. Badass chingona. Hey, thank you for having me on your podcast. No, literally, thank you for thank you for being here. Thank you for taking time. You are so busy. I mean, I don't even think... Actually, if people were to just go on your Instagram page and check out your stories, they would see Gandas Pariva Pabajo, like always somewhere doing something, creating, traveling to the next photo shoot, of which, by the way, represent so much cultura, women empowerment, making f- people feel chingonas. Like, that is why I think, like, you speak. And I told you this, I, I think I damned you this yesterday being like, this is why like you are a light for so many people because like you not only do the damn thing, like you are out <laughs> here celebrating people, making them feel magical, like bringing their humanity into every picture, especially as a lot of Latinos sometimes aren't portrayed in the best ways or there are stereotypes out there. And you bring the most beautiful cultural aspects of our identity and Latinidad to the forefront and you do it unapologetically and you make other people feel unapologetic themselves. And I'm like, more of this, please. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to you for that motherfucking intro because <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm sitting here like, yes. Keep it yes, going. Keep it going. Yeah, that is beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much again. Thank I mean, you, I'm literally just you. speaking about you. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I'm happy to be here. I am hella busy, but you know what? You make time for lo que tu quieres, so fuck it, I'm here. Dude, and that's your attitude always. You're just like, do you, boo? Like, whatever you got, you're your own being. You don't have to go on to anybody else's time. Like, Mm -hmm. anything that you want to create, like, you do yourself, and you've done that. You're doing that and continue to do it. Uh, You've built an entire business around what I'm assuming started off as a passion and then later grew to this incredible flourishing business. Am I Mm -hmm. I off mark there? No, you're totally on point. Yeah. Should we talk about me? One thousand percent. Yeah. So you just—it was a passion. So, like, talk to me about how before we even actually get into where Rocio Rivera photography came from and how it flourished. Like, what what was like your upbringing like to inspire these passions that led you eventually to that? Like, talk to me a little bit about your your background. We talked about how you're born here in Napa. Grew up in Vallejo. Was there like a difference in those environments? Like, all right. So definitely was born in Napa, uh, raised in Vallejo. We probably moved when I was like five. So definitely raised in Vallejo. I don't remember Vallejo. shit about Napa. So sorry, Napa. <laughs> but <laughs> I love Vallejo to the T. I still live there till this day. I am the oldest. I have a brother and a sister. So I definitely played the like mom role, sister role student role maid role chef role daycare role everything role so i played everything and um definitely i am the oldest to the t like when no dice oh it's because she's the oldest yes ma'am that is me and that is exactly what my goddamn business is motherfucking amazing okay because i know how to run shit since the age of five yes 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 yes. thank you very much my parents both work in the fields they still work there till this day they actually love what they do and for 
for the longest. I grew up thinking like, what the fuck? You know, like, salte de allí. Like, there's better for you. And they just ended up telling me like, we like our job. And I was like, all right, then that's you, you know? So I was raised with almost traditional like Mexican parents. Mm. The reason why I say almost because my dad, you know, wants to be a little macho. But in reality, the guy is not. He's talented as hell. You can't be talented and be macho at the same time, baby. You just can't. No, no, no. No, you can't. So I feel like he wanted to portray that and kind of like build us up in that way. And it's like none of his kids are like that. None of us are like that. Everyone rebelled (laughs) out. No one went to school. No one finished school. So, you know, that is how I grew up. Everyone's marching to the beat of their own drum. Literally, yes. So... Going back to my little growing up part, um, I grew up, I started uh, photography in high school and it was just a class, it was for fun and then girl, I never looked back. So I started off with film photography first. In my head I was like, damn, like I'm good at this, I could do this, I like this. I didn't like school, so the fact that I would go in 10 minutes before class started for this <laughs> class, I was like, oh, like this is my shit, you know? I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. I found something I like. Yeah. So then that was it. That's how it started. That's how photography started for me. And um, then what? College. Went into college, same thing. Kept continuing with photo. Dropped out of college, you know, once I was like, I know way more than my teachers at this point. It's time to drop out. And yeah, that's kind of like how it really all started. And it definitely started off as a passion because I would shoot from my mom, my sister, my friends, my families. Like I was all I was definitely that girl that had a goddamn camera around her neck <laughs> all walking <the> <laughs> around campus all the time. And I'm like, why? Like every photo of me con that pinche camera on me. Like there's not one photo where I'm just normal like let's just smile you know that's always me with the camera and it's like damn like that shit has been with me since forever and then like looking back at family photos you never see me in family photos and this is prior to me even taking a class you know this is like when I was just like younger taking photos of my siblings and I would be like Ponte aquí junto a la planta. so you were you the old one who was always behind the camera yeah always 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 so I feel like once I actually took a photo class I was like oh shit this is my thing you know and like you don't think about it until now that I'm older and I'm like damn this has been my thing and then my mom goes yeah remember you used to pose your sister blah 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 and I would be like oh my god like that was a disposable like black and yellow camera mom you remember like, those? you take it to the Safeway or wherever you're just like I need these developed please yes. <laughs> oh my god yes that gives me chills because I'm literally like this was this was destined you know this is like certain people like they say like when you find like your thing and mm-hmm. you can never connect the dots moving forward. You can only connect the dots when you look back. And there's so many little moments that end up starting to make sense. And for you, that was photography. Yeah. I love that. And so when you said you, you dropped out of college, you were like, I don't know more than my teachers. I'm gonna do my own thing. Was it with the goal of pursuing photography professionally and building out a business or did that come a little bit later that definitely came a little bit later I knew that I was making money with photography but not like money where I was like oh I don't need college you know I just didn't like school to begin with but the reason of going to school for photo was like so that I can learn more right and at that point for me it was like damn like you're asking these teachers at this moment so I dropped out I had a full-time job at the time so I was like you know whatever I'm gonna keep doing photo and I'm gonna set the tone right here till this day Photography to me is not about money. And that is why I am who I am. 
it's about passion. It's about doing what the fuck I'd like to do. It's about that the fact that if I don't photograph at least once or twice a day or a week, I go nuts and I'm like itching. I get hives. Like that's literally my life. Like I have to photograph no matter what. And my dream, 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 dream job is to move to Mexico, have a little coffee shop and take my own personal photos. So I want to be MIA, bitch. I don't want nobody to know about me. I want to make my own photos. I don't want to be famous. Girl, <laughs> like, you already famous. You that, broke that rule. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that is the goal. And that's why uno llega lejos. Because when you get mm. too greedy, when you start thinking about money, no vas a hacer nada in life because then you become nobody in the end of the day. You ain't got no friends. You ain't got no family. You ain't Facts. got nothing. Facts. And when you think about money, you make decisions not based off of even, I think, things that you actually want, but you're basing them for the sake of money. Yeah. You get involved mm -hmm. with people who don't align with you. You get involved with doing shit to do shit, not because you're passionate about yeah. it anymore. Fox. So that is my settings tone for everything in life. Like, yo lo voy a hacer because I want to do it, because I like to do it, because I'm here for it. The money, girl, I'm a hustler, I'm a Mexican. I can go be a meseta tomorrow if I fucking wanted to, and I'd still be happy as fuck. Why? Because I'm photographing. That's it. So that is my tone, and that is, like, I dropped out of college because I just didn't like college. I didn't like school to begin with. Girl, I suck at math. Like, I don't want to go. <laughs> same, same. My college made us take one math class, and I put that shit off until the very last same. year. And then I was mad. I was like, I don't remember anything. I'm like, why'd I do this? Yes. No, honestly, I think my four classes can make it that one. We're all math. And I was like, yeah, this is not going. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Going back to Nuestra Cultura, like you right now saying, I only work with who I want to work with, what I want to do. Have you turned people down because you were like, this is not my clientele or this is not what I'm aligned with or like this is not my business or what is that whole scope look like because when I look at your Instagram I'm like Latinidad everywhere <laughs> yes. I can say that I haven't turned people down I don't think I never turned someone down whether you're you know African-American white Asian Latina whatever but I think that the people know what kind of photographer I am mm. so the right people come to me so I never had to deal with like oh what's my clientele who's my clientele I just feel like people know what you're gonna get from me because I have put it out there no matter what I've never had a client that's like, I mean, actually, I do have sometimes clients that ask me like, oh, what if it looks like this? Or can I get this? And then immediately I have to say, excuse me, have you not seen my page? Here's my Pinterest. Here's my Instagram. Here's my edits. I'm not going to change my edit for whatever you want to look for. If you want to look for this kind of edit, you go, go find a photographer that and does here's that. all my other friends who do all these other stuff and you can go with them. And so like, I don't necessarily turn them down because I still give them resources where they can go. But I feel like my clientele has always known what I bring to the table and who I am. And like I said to you earlier, like I've never had a challenge or a bad experience because I've always done that. I've always just said, hey, yo trabajo con who I want to work with and I know who I am. I know what I bring to the table and I'm very direct. That's another thing about me. Whoever has been in my emails knows how direct I am. <laughs> I don't fuck around. I don't. Like, I'm not here to waste your time. I don't want you to waste my time. You know how I am. Yes, you soy. So, and then that's literally how I have been blessed to be working with people who are like know who I am and I don't have to deal with the necessary stuff that I don't want to deal with when you're direct about something up front you don't got to deal with bullshit later on that's so true like you said you're very intentional about who you work with and I think at the same time naturally people because they know your work they know your style they already know like I'm seeking you out on purpose I didn't just land here hoping right. that you right. could do something for me I came to you on purpose and people like and appreciate that estilo mm -hmm. 
what would you say that your style is then knowing that because I feel like every photographer has a style right and yours I've shown so many people your pages because I I was way too excited about this interview and some people are like oh like it's like moody but like not moody like there's nothing like that's like vibrant but at the same time it's vibrant because you have like colores in Mexico and like I don't even know how to describe it. It's just fucking gorgeous. We'll just leave it up there. I knew you were going to ask me this because everyone always asks, what's your style like when we're photographers? And this is one of the hard ones that I was telling you about. I don't know. And the reason why I don't know is because I don't have a style. It's my feeling for that photograph, right? So it's the environment I'm in. It's the location I'm in. It's what they're wearing. It's who they are. It's the color. It's the tones. Yeah, granted, I gravitate more towards browns and oranges and yellows and greens and stuff like that because that's just the colors that I grew up with. I'm morena as fuck. What do you expect? <laughs> I was raised in a house that's orange. Like, hello. My dad literally has borders that are blue around the door. Like, that's how culture my house is. So <laughs> those are the colors I gravitate to no matter what. So going back to my style, I don't necessarily have a style. And if any photographer out there is willing to tell me what kind of style I have, I'm willing to listen. But honestly, think that I don't have a style. I don't like to label myself. So that's why I shoot a lot of everything. I do a lot of everything. I am a photographer, period. There is no label. Yeah, I do some weddings here and there. Yeah, I you know, do stuff like that. I'm not necessarily just a wedding photographer. I'm not just a maternity photographer. I'm not just a family. I'm not just a woman. I'm just, I'm everything. So todo because... I am capable of doing everything and I'm really fucking good at it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So I just shoot because I'm telling your story and I'm feeling what you're feeling. And then it's the location. Like, you know, like here, think about it. It's a nice ass sunny day or it's a nice moody day. And then you go and air it out. What happened to the sun? If it's a gloomy day, I'm going to leave it goddamn gloomy. I'm not going to add fucking sun on it. That was the vibe. You know, that was the vibe. That was the day. That is the story of your photograph. That it is it. Some people come to me and we're expecting to have a sunny day. And so am I. It's that gloomy. It's that nublado because it's San Francisco. And hey, we're going to make the best out of it. It's going to be moody as fuck and you're going to love it. And it's going to be awesome. That's it. Like you can't ever label yourself to something because then those expectations... What if you know us? You know, like I can't. Or you limit yourself in a way. And you're right. You're right. And I appreciate that you don't put yourself in this box because I feel like in this world, we're constantly being told like you have to fit in here. You have to fit in here to find some type of identity. Mm -hmm. And your identity at the end of the day is like, I just go out and I do the damn thing. Mm -hmm. And like, this is what I represent. It's what I feel like shooting where we are in that moment. I love every single time you go to Mexico because you show that cultura with so much orgullo. Take me there. Yeah, see, this is why I love Mexico. Like, I love it. Everything, like, from the the gravel on the floor, Mm. from the cracks to the door, from your grandma's wrinkly skin, like... From the conchas that they're fucking selling in the corner, you know, like Mexico just brings a lot something to me. I don't know what it is. Maybe it was always again, like you said, destiny. I knew I was always gonna live there. My dad gets so mad. When I was I gonna say that. when he's like, because you're over here, you're first generation, which we haven't mentioned that yet, but you are first generation. Your parents immigrated here. They're like, why the fuck do you want to go back to Mexico? Well, we love yes, Mexico. Girl, he literally was. He when I first first told him, he was so upset. Second time, still upset. Third third time. Nah, maybe I'm still upset. And then now he's kind of like, one day we were talking about something about credit, right? And I was like, hella juice. I was like, dad, like I could literally own a house here if I wanted to. And he goes, ¿Y pa qué quieres tanto credit? No quieres casa aquí. <laughs> dad always coming in with the shade. 
always and i'm just looking at him like you still mad about that because i'm trying to tell him like i'm doing this i'm gonna move to mexico like it's it's happening i've never had a dream to have a house here in the united states reason being my parents never really owned their house it's always going to be you know banks or something cuando yo se vayan. who knows maybe my brother might take over i know i don't want to i don't want to deal with nothing here because i don't want to be back and forth with papeles and papelereo and nothing honestly again going back to the life i want I want to be low-key, chilling, taking my photos in Mexico with my own dark room. That's it, right? So I don't want to deal with no other bullshit. I'm dealing with bullshit right now, my own business. Like, I don't got to deal with more stuff because Bobby left it behind. Right. Uh, Dad, I'm sorry. That was your goal. That was your dream. On to the next. I'm not taking care of that. That's not my job. You came here because you wanted more for me. me and yes. this is what I want <laughs> yes. now. So whatever that yes. looks like, if it's yes. different from your vision, mm-hmm. you're still fulfilling your yes. purpose because I get mm-hmm. to choose and do what I want, and which so is the now, goal. And so now, now that they're getting ready to you know retire and move away i'm putting little seeds in their head and i'm like so what you gonna do when you leave you're not gonna have a little tiendita you're not gonna sell nothing my mom goes no i've worked all my life blah 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 right and my dad goes of course you think i'm just gonna sit there and in my head i was like <laughs> this was never their thing but because they're like damn like la chio puede like la chios you know like little things in their hand they're probably like yeah maybe we could make a little bit more money than just our retirement you know mm-hmm. so like these little seeds that i'm planting i'm like bro this is why i wanted to move to mexico so i could live my biggest best life and not have to worry about goddamn payments because in the Amen. United States, you don't come to live your best life. You come to work. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Yes. Everybody in my family, I see them bent over backwards. You are the backbone of the labor force. Unappreciated, unacknowledged. Let's give our flowers to everybody right now. Flowers. Snap, they snap, deserve. Snap, 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 they snap. deserve it. They deserve it. I think what's so beautiful and kind of twisted, and I, 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 I struggle because I don't think a lot of people who aren't children of immigrants, kids of immigrants, first generation people, can understand the struggle that you face when like your parents have this expectation and reality for you because of their sacrificios and their struggles. I could never fathom or imagine leaving my home country, going to a place where I didn't know the language, completely unaware of how I was going to make whatever I needed to make happen and start to build my little semitas of something and then for my children to be like, well, this is what I want to do and it was like not what you expected. Mm -hmm. But also knowing you as that first generation person, I'm like, was this not the dream for me to choose? Because you didn't have a choice. Like you did what you had to do out of necessity. Mm -hmm. Like I'm doing Mm -hmm. what I want to do because I have a choice. And yet this like batalla, this like constant battle between wanting to make them happy, but then being like, hold up, if I gotta make anybody happy, I need to make myself happy first. (laughs) Cause that's the whole thing is like, I'm here to fulfill my destiny, my vision of what I want my life to look like. And I don't know, I don't wanna speak for you. I don't wanna put words in your mouth, but I think about myself and I know my parents are proud of me with whatever I do. I never have to question that, but I know there's definitely been some times where there's just like, why are you making this decision? Or why did you choose to do that? And it's just like, whether or not you understand it, I don't feel like I need to explain it to you because like I understand it. And I feel like as long as I understand it, like, is that not all that matters? Is like, that's why we do what mm-hmm. we do, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not like normal Mexican daughters, maybe. I don't know. And you were saying right now, like, damn, like my parents, you know, they came here and now I feel bad because I move away. I have never felt bad. And I've always dead ass told my mom, you brought me to this world. 
I didn't ask you to bring me to this world. You brought me to this world. Okay, so I'm gonna live my best life. I've always been the like what black sheep rebel of the family. I don't think it's rebel because I was a good ass kid. I they just were like, you're coming home at 9:30 p.m. Like, girl, that's not even late. Okay, I know. So going back to like, I was always. Yo voy a decir lo que yo quiero hacer. Yo voy a hacer lo que yo quiero hacer. Right? So, till this day, I don't feel bad for anything my parents still do that is not good for them. I'll tell them. I'll give you some advice now that I know more than you do. It's your choice. It's always been your choice. Right? My parents always said, don't do stuff. Que parecen malas or some shit like that. But he'd be like, you're out doing drugs. Like, bro, I have a camera every day. Like, you really <laughs> I'm out think, shooting, I dad. I didn't even start doing drugs until I was, like, in college. Like, hello. Facts. You know? Like, maybe out of college if that. <laughs> always i've always done what i wanted to do and it's your like you said it's your choice my parents wanted to come here for a better life thank you i appreciate that i get super emotional now where i'm driving in california and i'm like damn like this is such a beautiful state like i'm so happy thanks dad but they weren't fucking thinking about the beautiful state bitch they were thinking about the goddamn money he was gonna be making (laughs) so he can bring my mama over here like he wasn't thinking about anything like that they were just living because they needed to live right or just find a better way that was yes that was the dream back in the day the dream now is get the fuck out of the united states so you don't not in fucking debt and go live somewhere else like hello canada has fucking free health care what are the fuck are we still doing here what are the fuck are we doing here <laughs> when like i'm not even considered a full citizen in the eyes of the government right? because i can't get an abortion if i need to or access right? to whatever the fuck i gotta do snap fingers <laughs> i'm like what is this the 1920s like what no and then if we bring that up to our parents they're not even gonna get it oh no because the religious aspect comes in and i'm like bro i respect your religion i respect you know all of this i love la virgen but i'm not gonna use my love for la virgen as a way to justify Mm -hmm. like my feelings towards what anybody else should do with their fucking Mm -hmm. body or what situation they've been in or anything that's not a me problem that's a you problem you go figure it out and do what you need to do i hope you got the resources to get whatever you need done Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna take care of me and my Mm -hmm. peoples and my circle back so again going back to like the normal mexican girl right i feel like the normal mexican girl is like they're with the family they make time with the family and they hang with the mom and dad and you know the siblings and girl i'm like bye i moved out because you kicked me out so i'm not coming back unless you need me you can call me and that's literally our relationship granted my mom me and my mom's relationship has definitely gotten better because i think the space you know the distance but till this day like there's still stuff that i'm like mm, i don't want to talk to you about this mm, i don't really care about it why because i don't need unnecessary conversation i don't need unnecessary comments because in the end you know m- our parents are always going to say chingaderas that we don't want to hear and that's called boundaries so that's something we've had to learn Mm -hmm. growing up which Mm -hmm. i know in my life like my mom would say both my parents would be like or like something like that (laughs) where it's like like you came here like what do you mean and it's not even like the país is cambiándome like you grew up in a time and in a place where like you don't talk back which I don't consider it talking back I think that I'm allowed to have an opinion and a voice Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. however I feel about something and just because it doesn't agree with your pensamiento does not mean that like I'm wrong or being a rebel hold on hold on on. how many times did you get spanked when you talked back girl (laughs) cachetadas there's something named after me it's called a Gabriel in my family (laughs) yes and you don't want one i will tell you that (laughs) oh my god oh my god yes and it was anytime you like disagreed or just like anything Mm -hmm. anything Mm -hmm. and it's like 
oh gosh, I relate to you so much because I'm like, I'm not doing anything bad. Like, yeah, if you could see some people that I see and you knew what they was doing, you would be like, mi niña santa, ay gracias Dios. <laughs> be thankful that you got a good kid, like is what I'm saying. And just because I'm not Fuck. who you were, in your day, in your country, in your generation does not mean that I'm bad mm-hmm. right now. Amen to that. Oh my gosh. It was a little venting session. That Literally, we girl. The problems of uh, being stuck in like this different generation, different world. Do we assimilate? Do we not assimilate? I think we're the best. I think we're the best generation out there. I really do. I really do too. For anybody who's not a first generation person, or I think even born like mm-hmm. within our generation, had the CDs. Ooh, the mixtapes, the CD ROMs. <laughs> then we had CDs. Then we had USBs. We invented the internet. Like, hello. Without the internet, you wouldn't have TikTok. You wouldn't have any of this. It's a yeah. It's it's interesting, but we like what we like, and you know, honestly, I look at the first generation lifestyle and as messy and complicated and frustrating as it can be sometimes. I also think it's so beautiful because even though I've like always felt like I'm not from here nor from there or like you're Mm -hmm. not understanding of my generation, I'm not understanding of your generation, you're kind of like stuck in this in between, which it feels very uncomfortable to be in limbo all the time. I think that it makes us really good problem solvers and executioners in terms of being like, you know what? I don't know what the fuck is going on right now, but like, I'm going to figure this out because I have no other choice but Mm -hmm. to figure this out. Mm -hmm. Whether it's being a language translator, filling out like government document paperwork, whatever that looks like, like we figured it it out. Why do you think our parents still call us? to fucking just call the insurance guy because we make it happen in two minutes. Whereas our siblings would be like, ay, que le digo? What do I say? What, when's your birthday? I don't know. Or when they're like, what's my password to blah, blah, blah account? I'm just like, why well, I gotta remember your passwords? I have a hard time remembering my passwords. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> I know my siblings, they like, they're frustrated with me. They're probably like, fucking Chio. Like, we can't tell Chio shit. She's going to tough love us. And thankfully, me and my sister right now, we're at a good level. We're like, she understands hardcore. Before, she was like all over the place. Messy. You know, like, esta niña, who knows? But now she listens. She's getting it. My brother, we're still figuring it out. Maybe it's because we're both Capricorns. But <laughs> my sister, like, for a while, I was like, damn, like, Lord, take the wheel because i don't know no she don't want to listen to me girl i remember i would be mean i would be nice i couldn't figure it out and now now she comes to me and she's like you know questions is and the way and now obviously i've also learned how to communicate better right like how to use my tone of voice so i feel like a legit mom without a kid and i'm like mira you know and it feels good it feels good because again i know hella shit so it's like it's nice to finally have somebody who's gonna listen even if it's they don't do it right away it's nice to have somebody who listens because my parents they still don't fucking listen they'll listen until like my dad has got to the last like fuck i have to do what Gio said you know (laughs) and my mom's always like let's do what Gio said because she knows what she's doing like my mom knows that i'm solid 
but she like won't take the leap because my dad won't take the leap and my sister is like let me see if i could do this my way you know and then in the end and it's like i'm telling you porque se, because i've been there i've done that i fucked up i figured it out and i know how to do it that I'm not, part i'm not gonna give you a good ass advice for you to fucking just throw it out the window girl you're wasting my time what is my cue don't waste my motherfucking time don't waste my time if i'm gonna tell you something is because yo lo sé i'm gonna share it with you i'm gonna tell you step by step how to do it and that's how I became a mentor <laughs> well and we're family right so it's like you think I'm trying to lead you astray into like some negative ass hey, place there's people out there who have family who think bad about their family facts. you know facts but I love that you just brought up that you're a mentor so we haven't even dove into like your incredible business but one of the things of Rocio Rivera photography that you started to do now that you've built up that platform is your mentoring so I'm curious to know like were you thinking about that because you wished you had that wasn't even the thing it was fucking COVID bitch it was COVID <laughs> I had a like an epiphany and I was like nobody wants to shoot like what am I gonna do with all my time and then I think I was like damn like I could teach I could tell people what the fuck I know and I did it for like two weeks for free come come ask me a tons of questions and then after that I was like okay I can make money off this you know a little $40 here and there and then it just never stopped so now I became a mentor. I'm a mentor. I have a lot of mentees who are fucking killing it out there. Oof. And it's it's been good. I do virtual. And then I also do in-person. And I feel like I'm hella tough in the in-person ones. But you know what? That's what you pay me for. <laughs> so fuck it. Are you mentoring on like technique or like what are you mentoring Both. on? Both. So it's like if you need help with camera settings, if you need help with camera in general, if you need help with lighting, if you need help with posing, directing, styling, uh, editing in Lightroom, you know, stuff like that. Pretty much everything, everything that I know. Again, going back to I have no kids and I have a lot of knowledge. So anyone who's listening and wants to have a goddamn mentor session with me, go ahead and book yourself one because you will learn a lot of stuff. And Rocioribera.photo at gmail.com, yes, putting it out there. And I am not your nice photographer. I'm going to straight up tell you, like, honey, why is there something coming out of her head? First of all, you keeping it real. <laughs> keeping I don't think we have enough people keeping it real. And I think one of your questions before was like, who are my men mentors? Who are your mentors who inspired you? And like, what do you hope to instill on in other people now that you're mentoring? My favorite photographer in general was always Steve McCurry. I know you know him. Do you know him? Do I know him? I don't I know. know. Maybe if I saw his work. No por el nombre. Remember that Mona Lisa yes. photo with a girl over Indian blue eyes? Yes. Okay, that's Steve McCurry's work. Always loved his portraits. Always, always, always. Now my mentors were just teachers that I had in college. And one of my favorite mentors was Mr. Um, Rockaway or something like that. He's a... Uh, he, Do the Rockaway. Now lean eh. back. <laughs> lean back. <laughs> I just had to. <laughs> oh my God. We're too lit. My headphones fell out. <laughs> So he was the like one who kind of like would criticize my work in a way that was so nice, but also like, mm, you're what if what if you try this way, you know? And I love that. And I, and ever since then, like I would ask him some stuff. He would photograph me, or I would go to his studio and stuff like that. You know, yeah, era you know más mayor and. He had a studio in Petaluma. I don't know if he still has a studio. I actually was thinking about him not too long ago. So maybe this is a sign that I'm talking about him right now. I should check in. But the way that I learned, right? <laughs> the way that I learned from him always stuck with me. And things that he said in class or in, to me personally stuck with me. And so that same stuff I'm 
learning to tell my my mentees now and just recently i started actually criticizing work whereas before i was kind of like just like okay you learn this way and you learn that way and here are the rules because you know there are rules for photography right and wrong even if it's just your art now i feel like maybe i might add a new plot like a new phase or something to it maybe i'm gonna be like here's criticizing work for an hour you know because people do like that and especially right now on instagram like there's a lot of doubt in everyone. There's a lot of like, oh, I shouldn't post this. Oh, I shouldn't do that. Oh, people are not going to like this. Oh, I didn't have enough likes. Maybe I don't want to post this. Or no one's going to like this set because my client's outfits are not great. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of doubt. So I feel like maybe taking like a little, like a section in my mentor session, like, you know, just for that, I think that would be ideal because I think people actually need that. And I don't normally do that yeah. unless they ask me that question. Like, hey, can you look at my page and can you let me know where I'm fucking up? Then I'll do it. But I feel like maybe people are down to pay at least for an hour. Like, look at my work. Tell me how I'm doing. Tell me where I can better myself. Hell yeah. People need feedback. Mm-hmm. People want to know like how to be better. Like, that's our goal, right? Mm-hmm. Being better mm-hmm. as humans, as individuals, like in our relationships, in, in anything that we do, we always want to make sure that we can be better people and so I I think people would definitely pay for that I think that it's uh, an important part of the work at the end of the day especially if what you're looking to do is inspiring people to get better at Mm -hmm. their craft like you found your passion you found your craft you found your work you found a way to monetize it you found a way to do it beautifully on so many large platforms whether people are finding you on Pinterest whether Toyota's reaching out to you and being like be a part of the Mi Familia road trips campaign what the fuck was that like (laughs) it was nice so they reached out immediately I was like I'm bringing my mom and dad I originally wanted to bring my whole family but my siblings had to work so I brought my sister-in-law and my aunt but immediately I was like oh I know exactly what family this is gonna be hilarious it's gonna be fun you know like knowing my dad how he is gonna be like oh my god where are we going girl I took them on a nice coast ride to take pictures of this car my voice changed because I want you guys to visualize um (laughs) And we get to the Brixie Bridge in Big Sur, and my dad gets out the car, and he goes, "A ver este pinche puente." <laughs> the honesty, <laughs> the honesty. And I'm sitting there like, "You fucking asshole!" Like I brought you all the way out here so you can have a day off and be with me in this nice ride that is for free, you know, and it's Toyota and you never enjoy the scenery. Not just that, but my dad is a movie fanatic. So I'm like, you see this bridge all the time. You know, I'm like, this is the bridge where all the cars pass by. This is the commercial bridge. And I'm like, it was built in 1919, whatever, you know? And he's like, in hands in his pocket, like, okay. <laughs> and this is why, guys, la gente mexicana no sale a pasear. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. wrong. That's fucking facts. When you go We're out, such hard yes, workers. We and I'm like, when do we enjoy life? Mm-hmm. Like, my mom's always telling me. And, like, I don't blame her. Like, yes, mom, I know que tengo que ahorrar. You know, like, I got to save. But why am I working this hard if I live in my best life? Like, that's the whole reason. Mm-hmm. Why work hard if you mm-hmm. can't play hard? Mm-hmm. Facts, facts. I need to work hard and play harder, actually. <laughs> yes. And so I think that was a good trip because, one, I think it taught them, like, look, it's easy para salir. 
This is what tourists do. This is what people do on their days off. And not just that, but that was the first time my mom sat at a bar with me and my dad and had a glass of champagne and she finished the whole thing. My mom does not drink. And she literally was questioning me like, why are we sitting at the bar? Why are we sitting at a mesa? Why are we sitting at the bar? And I was like, mom, the bar, you have better experience. You get better service and they're right here with us. And she was like, "Mm, okay. Mm." Mm, By the way, if no one knows, my mom's a Virgo to the T. (laughs) So, yeah. And todo. She, literally, she's like, Ay, yo no quiero esto. Ay. before even tasting it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that was I'll never forget that that she actually drank with me. Like I was like, oh, my God, this is just me and my mom and dad. And we had a moment and I was trying to tell my dad, I was like, how do you like the car? Do you fuck with the car? Do you like it? Because there was a I think during that time the suburban that i used to drive everyone if anyone knows me from college my dad still has a motherfucking suburban i used to drive the suburban everywhere girl i was mobbing in the big ass truck like you know i had all my friends in the cars like eight seater everyone was in there so he still had the suburban it was kind of breaking down starting to last year and then i was like putting in the seat again i was like maybe you should you know buy a brand new car that's another thing mexicans don't do no one buy i mean honestly not all mexicans because they're mexicans get no tiene nada and they want to assume that they have and they go to the fucking dealership and buy a brand new car for what bitch you can't even pay your goddamn rent anyway so going back to my parents my dad has always been the opposite he just buys cars off the street uses them from work and we're good to go it takes us to a to b that's fine never had a brand new car never had a lujoso car bitch we had to roll our windows like Oh, girl, I feel you. The fact that there was a button, we were like, yeah, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It's little things in life. (laughs) So I was planning the seat. I was like, don't you think it's time for you guys to start, you know, like buying a car? He goes, this is why you brought me, huh? You brought me so that you can tell me to buy a new car for Toyota. (laughs) And I was like, no, that's not even the case, bro. I just brought you to para sacarte a pasear. But he liked the car he liked the idea i've i started to say things like you guys get paid well like it's time for you to buy your own shit my sister's an adult my brother's an adult everyone's living their own lives it's time for your own stuff you know i literally said that to them and it was just us three so it was like intimate and it kind of like stuck with them and my mom was like yeah we can't you know my mom's always like yeah 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 but my dad's like no 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 you know and your mom's like i gotta go with whatever my esposito says (laughs) yes literally so Eventually, like what, three months later, they got their fucking nice ass little Highlander. And I was like, wow. Toyota better giving you a discount for that. They didn't because it's not the kind of program it is. But (laughs) I was really proud. I was proud of it because they finally did it only with the fact that they had a trip with me. I love that. You know? It was a moment where you got to share some of that time with your parents. Also show them the craft that you do, mm-hmm. taking all those pictures of t- Toyota oh car. And like, then it was the first session I ever had of just them two. <sighs> like, they've helped me with projects, but it was like fun, you know, easy projects like uno or el otro. Or I've taken pictures of my mom here and there. But I've never shot both of them together. So that was hella cute because, ew, like... <laughs> <She's> <laughs> No, but also I like how them kiss <laughs> way too many times. <laughs> She's like, why are you being disgusting? Oh, but it was so cute. And then I, there was this last photo that I'm going to take for me forever. I want to print it so big. I asked them, I was like, hold hands, you're running across the street. I have young pinches. I've yet hella cars coming by, girl. And my mom's like, no, I'm not morir. My dad's like, go lanzándose. Yes. But it's like the smile in their face that's like, what the fuck? And when I saw the photo and I saw it like happening in my head, I was like, 
oh my god that's gonna be my favorite shot got home edited it i was like that's still my favorite shot why because they didn't weren't thinking about nothing else carefree you're only thinking about trying to get make it to the other motherfucking road cracking the fuck up because your daughter's telling you to cross the street right here right now i love that yeah see this is because how many other things do we worry about day in and day out and our parents too like they carry this heavy burden and weight on their shoulders mm-hmm. always and to mm-hmm. be able to like lift that even if for a moment and give them a little bit of like actual relaxation mm-hmm. of what it means to just like disfrutar the present Fine. the present not think about what do i have to do five hours from now what bills do i have to pay two days from now like right now right here where are we what can we enjoy and mm-hmm. like that emotion i wasn't even there and i can feel that right now yes you feel me? Like, <laughs> i just do go to, go to just fucking go 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 and there goes my the dad laughter the, yes and then afterwards uh, finally crossing the street my mom goes that's me that's me <laughs> Like that's all I needed. That's that's it. That's it. Right Thank there. You. Cut the cue. Thank you, director. Mom. We're good. <laughs> so that was really fun. That was a cool experience. I love. And that. I work with them again next year. And we spoke in, and I was like, "Hey, are we gonna work together again next year? Because if so, I can make this a longer trip." <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Longer road trip. Yeah, Joshua Tree. You're by coastal. Work with so many different people outside of you to win Solano County's 2020 Best Photographer of the Year be on a whole panel for Apple and like first generation woman entrepreneur, like you are a badass. I want you to understand and solidify how chingona that is to be this person. Like so many beautiful milestones. You dropped your own coffee book with beautiful black and white prints of Yosemite. Mm -hmm. Where do these ideas come from? What does it feel like to accomplish these things? Like what goes on in your head when all these things happen? To be able to travel the world? That's a really hard question because, girl, I don't know. I just do. I just do. Like the coffee book, it's not my first. It's my second. The first one was a cool book <laughs> that was, again, limited edition, but it was like years ago. So I was like, yeah, it's time to bring it back. That was a nice one because it was kind of like my first time there. I literally was like, oh, my God, I'm in the same place Ansel Adams was at. Like, that is so cool to me. So I was like, fuck it. Why not put it out? But everything else, like... TV, uh, panels, this, more podcasts, camera walks, mentoring, I don't know, workshops, like everything. I don't plan because if I fucking planned, I'm a Capricorn. I would never put it out. Where were we just talking about, my brother? <laughs> I'm going to think about this and then sit on it for the rest of my life. Yes. And I feel like it's honestly thanks to you guys because if it wasn't for you guys to reach out, I would just be a fucking photographer. That's it. That's all I want to be. I just want to be a photographer. You know, my name doesn't have to be out there. It doesn't have to be about talking about me. Again, this is why I don't talk about me. Like, if it wasn't for people to find me and be like, Como cuando dijiste, like, how did Toyota reach out? People say that, right? People say, like, how did so-and-so reach out? Or how did they find you? I asked the same thing. Like, how did you find me? Where did you find me? Was it on Pinterest or was it on Instagram? Can you tell me where, where I need to work more at? So if it, wasn't for, <laughs> if it wasn't for you guys to want to help me with these opportunities, I wouldn't be where I'm at. So honestly, I don't even know. I just, I just do it. I just be like, okay, sure, let's try it out. Granted, not every time do I say yes, because not every time do I have time. 
I was going to say, do you just say yes to everything then? You're no. just like, I'm going to get out of my own I fucking wish. way like, and just honestly, say yes? Somebody reached out to me about Modelo, like Modelo Cerveza, and they wanted to do it this year in some Querétaro, and I was like, fuck, like I was already Bro, booked. Mexico is where yes, you want to move. You know? So I was like, I can't, I'm already booked, like, you know, I'm just, it's fine next time. So if it wasn't for you guys in general, for people to reach out to me i wouldn't do stuff because i'm not the type to be like i want this photo on this blog post i want this photo on this magazine that is not the photographer i am i am a photographer period that's it i will do my stuff when i want to do my stuff i'll put my own gallery when i'm ready to put my own gallery i'll do my own book when i'm ready to do my own book don't tell me what to do what the fuck i want to do in my time but if it wasn't for opportunities about other people giving me that ability to put myself out there i think that i wouldn't be anyone like come on if we didn't have instagram where would i be i would just have a dot com you know if there wasn't a Pinterest, where would you be? You would just be a dot com. It would be all word of mouth. And the famous best photographers never had internet. They Facts. just shot. And that's what I want to be. I just want to shoot. I just want to shoot. Facts. Your work speaks for yourself. Yes. But your work does speak for itself. Amazing. Let's just, can we have like the MoMA reach out to me so that I <laughs> work in the MoMA? As if MoMA, oh, like we're going to make yeah. this happen. We're setting intentions Manifest. right now. Manifest. Manifesting. Manifesting. I straight up believe in that shit. We are manifesting right now. Mm-hmm your moment in the MoMA. Even, even if I'm dead, like I rather, I want to be in the MoMA. Some posthumous effort. Yes. It's going to happen. <laughs> Rocio, your name will be out there. It's been out there. It's going to continue to be out there. Literally, like you gracing this mic and like I said, just taking the time to be here with me. I'm so grateful. So, feel so bad to see that, to just have this time with you and to talk about just the incredible woman that you are, the incredible identities that I feel, the representation, the self-representation that I feel as not just a woman, but my Latinidad, like everything what you've built, especially as a first generation Latina, like it's hard. <laughs> it, it is, is hard. hard work. That's wild. And you should just feel so damn proud but it, but of you yourself. Know what's crazy that it doesn't feel hard. And here I go again. I don't understand all my friends that have to go to therapy sometimes. And I feel bad because I've never been in that position because I don't know what that means. I don't know what it is. Balance. People talk about balance. How do you balance everything? I don't know. I've always done it. I've nothing has changed. Everything has been consistent. And sometimes I'm like, maybe I need to switch up. But if I switch up, it might not work for me, right? So I don't know a lot of stuff. I just know that this is how I was raised. This is how I fixed how it works for me. And I'm gonna continue to do it. And that's it. And at the end, like when you're passionate about something, todo va salir bien. That's it. All right. So here's one last thing that we'll end on. What? Advice. You just said, like, todo va a salir bien. Like, just work hard. Like, is there a piece of advice that's stuck with you throughout your time that you've instilled within you? Hell yes. And what advice would you give to other people? No dejes para mañana lo que puedes hacer hoy. Ooh, yes. My mama always told me that. And I used to be like, this lady's crazy. That's who my mom is. My mom never found, she doesn't know how to time manage. So she would start one thing and one thing and one thing and one thing, right? And then she would try to give us these advice. And it's like, lady, I already did everything. What do you want me to do tomorrow? <laughs> so now that I'm a grown up and I have a business, if I can manage something in one day, I'm going to do it that day. Why wait for it tomorrow? Mm. Right? Oh, my God. I just had another realization. I did have a challenge. I lied to you. I had a challenge. What was the challenge? I have an assistant now. Which that was a big thing for me because I'm very like, it's my business, it's my baby's, I'm controlling about my stuff. Fuck right? yeah, you worked hard to yes. that. 
trying to not control mm. that was big for me, right? So like teaching somebody like, or maybe some, not teaching, but maybe her realizing like, damn, like Chio can do everything in this much matter of time and hour. It's so cool. Like, believe it or not, I work a lot more thanks to her and I love it because I was slacking. I wasn't slacking because clearly I'm never slacking. But there were days where I was like, oh, I'm not get that job. <laughs> and with an assistant, she's like, no, honey, you're going to work on this day. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. And then tomorrow you're going to blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, wow. That's you got so somebody cool. to hold you accountable. Yes, right. And so then like, again, going back to like, no dejes para mañana lo que puedes hacer hoy. And that was, yeah, that's good. That's even I realized something nice. Yeah, that is good. Good cookies. I literally think about that and feel so guilty about myself because I'm always like, I don't have the energy for that today. <laughs> And then I'm like, Gabby, show yourself grace. You don't have to do everything today. Tantas excusas that later I'm like, why the fuck did I do this? Yeah. And then I still get it done, mm-hmm. but you stress yourself out more yes. because and I think you're that, procrastinate and you leave yes. everything to the end. Yes. I mean, I don't procrastinate, but I'm like, oh, I have time to do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow. Right. But because I have an assistant now, she's like, no, bitch, I know who you are. I know that you can make it done and it's only going to take you an hour. So if I can do it. And you get money out of it. Like, she's obviously being a good assistant. And I'm over here like, but I don't really care about the money. You're like, but you're paying me to hold yes, you accountable. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And that is why I was like, damn, like, I should have been had over a long time. But it's okay. We all live and grow when we live and learn. Facts, facts. All right. Well, I know that we're going to expect lots of amazing, continuous things from you. How do people... Get in contact with you to have their own sessions, stay connected, support. Where do they head? Where do they book? What do we do to make sure that Rocio Rivera is a part of what we producing and what we doing? Okay, so you can holla at me on my website. Holla. RocioRivera.com or Instagram at RocioRivera or Twitter at I am Rocio Rivera where I talk all my shit or Pinterest where everything is nice and beautiful and aesthetically pleasing at I am Rocio Rivera or YouTube where I no longer post anything but you can look at my old videos <laughs> or <laughs> the list goes on and on like literally she everywhere she dominating the I, world I am everywhere and to anyone who wants to put a business out there you have to be everywhere do not use one platform do not put all your eggs in one basket because baby there's a lot of eggs out there but that's so exhausting you gotta do it baby that's true do the damn thing I hope this inspires everybody to stay authentic to yourself listen to yourself and what you tell yourself you wanna do go out there and do it put in the action put in the work cause ain't nobody gonna accomplish what you wanna see in your life except for you so you gotta bring it to you and if there's anything that I get from just following you and knowing you is exactly that like if you wanna be a chingona in this life then you got to put in the work and you got to make sure that you're producing for yourself first and foremost for yourself anything second after that we'll see where your blessings fall (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much again for this morning i was so nervous you guys but she made it so comfy can we go eat now (laughs) yes we can all right y'all that's another episode of the big set we gotta go uh get our munchie game on so catch you next time rocio rivera make sure you're following her on instagram and all the other eggs in her baskets that she's got going on. You heard it here.
the big sip.